This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Quip and by ExpressVPN. A little over a month ago, 50% of the people who voted in the 2020 U.S. presidential election decided they'd had enough of Donald Trump, and they voted him out. If you're among that 52%, it was probably pretty satisfying to give Trump the boot. But maybe it just wasn't enough for you. Maybe your hatred for that dang Cheeto in the White House, that mango Mussolini, Donald Trump, still boils within you like a steaming hot cup of kofefe. Wow, all the hits. Voting him out of office, it's just not enough for you. Replying to every one of his tweets with, Sir, this is a Wendy's drive-thru, not enough. Mm-mm. As much as you hate to admit it, you're going to kind of miss the guy, because hating him gave your life just a little tiny bit of meaning. Mm-hmm. And when he's gone, well, you don't know what you're going to do with yourself. What am I going to do with all this free time? Who am I without Donald Trump to be mad at? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, one solution to your problem is to maybe adopt a more nuanced approach to politics that's based around long-term ideological goals and not just how much individual politicians upset you. Hmm. Who, who are we kidding? Uh, if that's too hard and you still just want to let out some of that Trump rage while it's still fresh, how about blowing up one of Trump's buildings? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. Okay. So uh, the Secret Service, uh, since they're already on their way, we'll just have to say, disclaimer, we are not encouraging terrorism or anything illegal. We're just letting you know that one of Trump's old failed Atlantic City uh, casinos is getting demolished very soon. And Atlantic City is auctioning off the privilege, the honor of being the one to actually push that button. So this is all on the level. Yeah. Turn. Go back home, Secret Service. Nothing to see here. My FBI agent was like, Damn it, it's, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I got to run over there. I got I got a lot of quotas. And if I don't hit these quotas by Christmas, the kids aren't going to get their PlayStation 5. Yeah. And that, that game they keep talking about, Cyberpunk. I was really hoping to surprise my kids with Cyberpunk. I was just thinking about <laughs> how many kids are going to open a PS4 or Xbox One copy of Cyberpunk on Christmas and be like, thanks, Dad. You really finally got me what I wanted. I know it says rated M for Mature on it, but you know me. I can take it. And they plop it in, and it's just like, within five hours, they hate their father again. Yeah. You can't win. Anyways, the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino opened on the Atlantic City boardwalk back in 1984. And it had a few decent years, including several high-profile boxing matches. But by the 1990s, it was losing tons of money. In 2009, Trump cut most of his ties with Atlantic City aside from licensing his name. And in 2014, Trump Plaza went bankrupt and out of business. It has sat empty and boarded up for the last six years. Just a big eyesore out there. Mm -hmm. And a storm a few years back damaged its facade pretty badly and demonstrated that Trump Plaza would uh, need to be demolished sometime soon. This is a big liability. Yeah. Uh, Some of that demolition has already happened, but the big implosion that'll take the whole thing down once and for all is scheduled for February. So it's a pretty smart move that since they're already planning on tearing down Trump Plaza... They might as well try and capitalize on the strong dislike that a lot of people have for the outgoing president by auctioning off the opportunity to press that damn button. Atlantic City Mayor Marty uh, Small told the Associated Press, Some of Atlantic City's iconic moments happened there. But on his way out, Donald Trump openly mocked Atlantic City, saying he made a lot of money and then got out. I wanted to use this demolition of this place to raise money for charity. Yeah, and the bid uh, currently sits at $50,000 with... 30 days left. A little too rich for our blood, I guess. Uh, Atlantic City is hoping that the bids reach at least $1 million, which would would all go to the local Boys and Girls Club to fund their youth programs, which is nice. But uh, yeah, if you were picturing getting to stand on the boardwalk and personally push that detonate button, 
probably too much money for you. And it also, it sounds like based on the auction, uh, auction description, the button pushing will be done virtually. As in, you probably like click a button on a website and then that just tells the actual demolition crew, okay, press the actual button. Which, kind of lame. Yeah. Way, way less cool than getting to go out there and be like, ah! <laughs> What? I want the plunger. Yeah, is that what they call it? I the think plunger? it's the plunger. Yeah, but yeah, I want to. I want to be able to do that, or at least like stand there with the the detonator and be like, and you know, and not away flinch. we go. Yeah. Now, if the, if the two top uh, top Trump reply guys, uh, Jeff Tedrick Jeff or whatever, Tedrick. and Doctor Eugene MD, if they pull their money together, they might have enough to, to do this. All oh those years of shit posting, they might have uh, raised. Enough. I've had those guys muted for so long. Yeah. So long. And every time I look at one of his tweets, it's like, I always have to remember, it says, like, you have muted, like, the conversation from this person. Like, who is this? Oh, Dr. Eugene and There's Jeff Teeter. The screenshots. I don't even know who they are. The screenshots where people use the Twitter search functionality, just Google, like, or to search uh, Jeff Tedrick Wendy's, and it's just, like, dozens of pages of him just doing the same reply what did, over and over and over again. Who is he and what did he do before this? I don't know. He's just a guy. Uh, yeah, because when I saw he's his picture, I was like, Twitter yeah, guy. this looks like, uh, I don't know, like a comedian from the 80s, and maybe he's just like, you know, brushed himself off and be like, well, at least I can shit on it's the president. the same as day. like uh, those Krasenstein brothers from a few years back. Yeah, and then they, like, had, they had to make a fake Mrs. Krasenstein. Yeah, they had to make a fake wife, <laughs> Mrs. Krasenstein's like, hi, I'm, I'm the Krasenstein brothers' wife that they share. Didn't they, uh, like, when, when Trump lost, they were like, and job well done, and they yeah. like, left Twitter with the Mrs. account. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? But yeah, some people just really get off on uh, just spending all day uh, reply-guying the president. Yeah. For, like, they're, like, grifting, but kind of not really. It's, does, it's not really grifting if you're not making any money off of it. Yeah. I don't get it. Anyways. But yeah, um, so yeah, if you really want to blow up one of Trump's old buildings that he probably hasn't thought about in years. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost you some money, but you can do it. Um, and yeah, if you do have way too much money and, you know, want the satisfaction of being directly involved in destroying what was once one of Donald Trump's most prized properties, uh, there you go. I hope it makes you feel better. I mean, it's for charity, so whatever. At least it's going to a, a, a charity. So, like, it's not a complete waste of money. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. The money's going to a good place. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, it's, I'm like morbidly curious as to who is actually going to do it. Like who, who not only like hates him enough to want this, because a lot of people would do this if given the option, but who also wants all of the attention of being the one to do it? That's where you get the weirdos. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe Mark Cuban. Seems like somebody's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Here's a million dollars. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> be funny. Yeah. Anyways. And then he builds a fucking basketball ring on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Side note, though, uh, speaking of Trump leaving the White House, uh, he said that he'd be moving full-time to Mar-a-Lago down in Florida, but it turns out that might be trickier than originally thought. And Trump bought the historic mansion property back in 1985 as a residence, but in 1993, while he was facing financial problems, he turned it into a private club. And the local community wasn't thrilled about that, but Trump signed a deal with them that barred any club members, including himself and his family, from residing at Mar-a-Lago for more than 21 days in a year or for longer than seven consecutive days. Now, Mr. Trump is always a man of his word, though, yeah. so they have nothing to worry about. Art of the deal, the biggest art of the deal is sticking to your deals. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so if Trump does, in fact, move to Mar-a-Lago full-time after leaving office, he would be in clear violation of that 1993 deal. And uh, his neighbors, they are not about to let this one slide. Uh, a lawyer representing some of those neighbors sent a letter to the U.S. Secret Service and the town of Palm Beach, which reads... Per the use agreement of 1993, Mar-a-Lago is a social club and no one may reside on the property. 
To avoid an embarrassing situation for everyone, and to give the president time to make other living arrangements in the area, we trust you will work with his team to remind them of the use agreement parameters. Palm Beach has many lovely estates for sale, and surely he can find one which meets his needs. That's not going to happen. He's gonna, just going to sit there and fight this. Yeah. Also, like, f- probably fuck all these people. Like, yeah. This is just this is just rich assholes but that's being the thing petty is, with each other. Th- that's the thing. Is like it's it's just like when you try to fight ta- Trump. It's hard to fight someone with with uh, money and time. Mm-hmm. People with money and time are the most spiteful, vindictive people, yeah. and they will use both of those things, no matter what the cost, and no matter what the time sink. To get, to get what they want. Well, I didn't even know this. Apparently, the way Trump got Mar-a-Lago in the first place, he offered them a bunch of money, and they said, no, we're not selling it to you. Uh, and so then he bought the land between Mar-a-Lago and the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> and was like, I'm going to build a 20-story skyscraper here. going to completely block your view of the beach. Mar-a-Lago is going to be fucking terrible. What are you going to do? And they're like, fine, we'll sell it to you. Jesus. Yeah. Sounds like he might be an asshole. Yeah. Um, anyways... Uh, one last little Trump story for this episode. It's not really a Trump story. we got to get them all out. It's 2020. Yeah. It's coming to an end. Come yeah. on. Anyway, as we've previously discussed, uh, Tiger King Joe Exotic, who is in prison for plotting to assassinate his big cat rival Carol Baskin, has been trying really hard to get a presidential pardon from Trump before it's too late. And, uh, yeah, he's got about 20 years left in his prison sentence. Highly unlikely Joe Biden will let him out. Who? Huh? With Trump, it's so crazy it might just work. And TikTok Joe Exotic. Um, Joe Exotic and his legal team have sent letters to the White House. They've driven billboards around D.C. trying to drum up attention. Uh, but time is running out. And unfortunately, it sounds like Joe Exotic might be shit out of luck. Damn it. Our only hope. Yeah. Uh, it turns out in September when Joe Exotic filed his pardon application, it was rejected just two days later. Not by Trump, but by the DOJ's acting pardon attorney, Rosalind Sargent Burns. Exotic and his team are now suing the Department of Justice, disputing the rejection on the grounds that the pardon application was never directly presented to the president. A part of the complaint reads, Although the email conceded that the president had the ultimate authority to make the decision on the pardon, the email nevertheless implied that the office of the pardon attorney was not sending the recommendation to the president and instead was usurping the role of final decision maker on the pardon. So, yeah, I mean, looks like unless Trump himself personally pursues a pardon for Joe Exotic, it might be the end of the line for the Tiger King, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of sad. I mean, he deserves jail time, but 20 years. And also, it sounds like he's had a rough go of it in there. He's got, like, illnesses and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's really a danger to anyone. Well, maybe as, like, a little gift if, if he doesn't get pardoned. Uh, whoever donates the million dollars can let Joe Exotic push the button from prison. Yeah, that would be nice. Here you go, bitch. <laughs> President Trump doesn't want to pardon Joe Exotic. Well, guess what? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to some Christmas news. Ho, ho, ho. We talked a bunch uh, about how this year is, of course, a pretty weird year for Christmas, especially if you're a kid. Because of the pandemic, big family gatherings are a terrible idea that hopefully most people avoid. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other stuff, like kids not being able to go sit on Santa's lap and make their case for deserving presents, and a lot of kids rightfully worrying about whether Santa Claus will catch the virus and then super spread it to every home on Earth. Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci previously went out of his way to reassure children that Santa Claus has natural immunity to the virus, so there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, but apparently that wasn't convincing enough, because... On a recent program put on by CNN and Sesame Street called The ABCs of COVID-19, a bunch of little kids were still very concerned about 
how Santa Claus could safely deliver presents without endangering the health of himself or the family he's, families he visits. And Dr. Fauci was there to let them know that he had personally gone to the North Pole and vaccinated Santa Claus himself. So Santa's good to go. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci went up to North Pole with his snowshoes on. He said, Santa, roll that sleeve up. He gave him the shot. He's yeah. like, I'll be back in 28 days for the next one. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this sucks, but I'm going to do it for the children. Yeah, do it for the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great news. Um, unfortunately, though, it's not exactly the truth. It would, it would appear that Dr. Fauci lied. Again. Uh, Santa Claus visited an elderly care home in Antwerp, Belgium a few weeks ago. And uh, not only did old St. Nick have the virus at the time, he also spread it to 61 elderly residents and 14 staff members. Yikes. Uh, meanwhile, here in the U.S., Santa and his apparently COVID-positive wife, Mrs. Claus, may have exposed up to 50 children to the virus at a Christmas event in Georgia. So, <laughs> Santa actually is a super spreader. Yeah. He's the uh, he's the ideal super spreader. No, I meant the idea of Santa. Yeah. Like, he, actually, Dr. Fauci put people in, in pretty harmful scenarios because, you know, when you say Santa Claus... Kids don't know the difference until they read a certain age, and then they're that's like, well, that's Santa, just one of that's Santa's Santa. helpers. And, but yeah. One of Santa's uh, surrogates. Yeah. He's one of Santa's super spreaders. Mm -hmm. So Santa is definitely a super spreader, yes. Uh, regardless of what lying Dr. Fauci told those kids on fake news CNN. <laughs> which, yeah, it's really disappointing. But Santa hasn't been entirely up to no good this year. He's also been fighting crime. Yeah. Here's Santa and one of his elves raiding a drug dealer's house in Lima, Peru, arresting several gang members and recovering cocaine and marijuana along with a gun. Great job, Santa. <laughs> Those are going to be great gifts for someone. Yeah. Uh, it's the perfect cover. No one suspects Santa is going to be the one that knocks down your door with a sledgehammer and handcuff you and your associates. Yeah. And it's such a good cover that Santa and an elf also took down some suspected car thieves in Riverside, California. Now, here's Santa tackling one of the suspects. And here's the elf holding one of the suspects at gunpoint. Imagine being arrested by Santa Claus and then getting yeah. COVID from him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's spreading that shit all Judge, over the place. Judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, Santa's, yeah. and it's a weird year for everyone, but it seems to be a very weird year for Santa Claus. Uh, he's killing people, but he's also fighting crime. He's more of an anti-hero than a hero this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, interesting. you know, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Listen. We're all trying to get by. Listen, just cancel the plans, guys. Cancel the plans. Yeah, you you really shouldn't be having a big gathering. You, should really, you shouldn't be crossing state lines. You shouldn't be gathering with more than a small handful of people, if that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, America's going to America, I guess. You know, they sure are. COVID what? Exactly. Couldn't happen to me. In other COVID news, though, international travel is, of course, pretty restricted these days, which has got to be extremely rough for long-distance international relationships. But uh, where there's a will, there's a way, as demonstrated by a man in Scotland who recently went above and beyond to visit his girlfriend who lives on the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man, which is located in the Irish Sea between Britain and Ireland, is a British crown dependency, but aside from military protection, it's essentially its own independent country. And non-residents cannot come over without permission and without self-isolating upon arrival. But absence makes the heart grow horny. Bonk. And presumably for this guy and his girlfriend, the conversation went something like that meme, Hey babe, come over. I can't. You live across the sea on the Isle of Man and there's coronavirus travel restrictions. My parents aren't home. And then the guy buys a jet ski and illegally crosses the Irish Sea to sneak into the Isle of Man. Woo! Yeah. That's Classic love. scenario. That's love. Like written by Shakespeare. Yeah. 
Uh, yep, 28-year-old Dale McLaughlin, who admitted he had never actually driven a jet ski before, but really it's not that hard. It's like driving a four-wheeler yeah. on water. Just got to make sure to power through your turns. Go. Stop. Yeah. Uh, he made the roughly 25-mile or 40-kilometer journey from the Isle of Whithorn in Scotland to the town of Ramsey on the Isle of Man, assuming the journey would take just 40 minutes. Uh, it ended up taking four and a half <laughs> hours due to bad weather, which must have been terrifying or exhilarating. Yeah. Getting some air on that thing. It does wear you down after a while, though. Yeah. You get very tired, especially with rough seas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like riding a horse. It's, if, you know, depending on how smooth it is, your gooch is going to be throbbing at the end. Your arms, man. Fucking riding jet ski really gets the arms going. It really but does. regardless, he made it. Yeah. Must yeah. have been really frustrating because you can see the Isle of Man from where he took off. Like, <laughs> it's right out there on the horizon. But, you know, that shit, it's, it can be... It's like, I mean, if you, on a clear day, you can see Catalina. On, it's like, a 45-minute boat ride yeah. on, like, a like a powered catamaran. Well, and I've, as a kid, my family, we, we took a, a, a the ferry to Catalina on a stormy day, and it took three times as long, Jesus. and it was fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, the entire ship was puking everywhere. But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, it's right there. How, how long? It, it could take a while. Yeah. So that's what happened here. Anyway, once he made land in Ramsey, uh, he still had to get to Douglas, where his girlfriend lives, so he walked another 15 miles, or 25 kilometers, on foot. Pussy must be good. Uh, once he reached his girlfriend, who was apparently under the impression that he'd a- actually been elsewhere on the island for several weeks for work. <laughs> With a perfect uh, cover. Things seemed to have somehow worked out. Yeah. Uh, so they had met like a few months back. Dale had actually been on the Isle of Man for work, officially. Like, you know, all on the level. Yeah. But he'd been unable to secure another real job there after returning to Scotland. Um, but yeah, problem solved. He, he fixed it. Uh, they had what was probably a really nice day together, but then the following evening, while out on the town, one of the multiple nightclubs that they visited uh, checked his ID, and the police somehow figured out that he wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, so he was arrested. Wow. Uh, he's now been sentenced to four weeks in jail for his stunt, which sucks, but hey, at least he got closer to his girlfriend. She can't say that, you know, he doesn't love her. Hey, yeah. That's what a man does. This is going to be a, like, Weird British like soap opera, like like we have like Hallmark movies here. Yeah, this is going to be something that's on the BBC that's like complete trash, but like beloved by everyone. Yeah, the jet ski lover and the perfect holiday movie. Uh huh. Yeah, the Isle of Man's chief minister Howard Quayle said of the whole thing, "quote This individual was aware of the law and showed flagrant disregard when they chose to break it, mixing in the community and potentially putting lives at risk." On the Isle of Man, we're all for ingenuity. (laughs) But unfortunately, this was an incredibly reckless, dangerous endeavor, which could have ended very differently given the time of year. Listen, what you did was pretty badass. Pretty bad. But, you know, I'd be lying. Here on the Isle of Man, we love ingenuity. We like thinking outside the box. That's why we're not a part of the UK. We're just like, hey, if someone tries to, like, blow us up or something, send the British Army. But other than that, stay the fuck out of my business. Because we're here to innovate. We got... We got fucking casinos here. You can gamble as much as you want but here on the Isle of Man. It's so weird because he's like, you know, the whole thing was reckless, dangerous. You ha- you host the most deadly motorcycle race yeah. on the face of the <laughs> earth. People die like every year. Yeah. And it puts like... like it's exciting. And people, are, motorcycles just flying at like 150 miles an hour through tiny towns. With people just like, ladies walking by with like bread and like yeah. celery sticking out. Woo! Well, carrying sheets of glass across the street. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'd like to go there someday. I probably never will, but the place is fascinating. 
Yeah, you could see a motorcyclist's body fly by at 150 miles an hour <laughs> with no motorcycle under it. Because I've seen those videos. They are very bad. Yeah. Anyways, before we get to the headlines part of the show, this episode is sponsored by Quip. Mm-hmm. There's only two types of people in this world. Those who brush and floss every day and those who just might start thanks to Quip's new refillable floss pick. Yeah. You know Quip, the electric toothbrush that you hear about all the time, but it's their sleek reusable floss pick that you'll want to use next. The durable handle is easy to guide, it restrings with a click, and it comes with a compact mirrored dispensing case for on the go. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and better for the environment. And hey, maybe you're not a pick person. Well, Quip also has their refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for adults and kids. Quip has the simple guiding features that you need, like timed sonic vibrations with guiding pulses to help you brush better, personalization with over nine premium brush colors, plus anti-cavity toothpaste for every taste in uh, mint and in watermelon. Mm. And now you can get amazing rewards for just brushing better every day. Quip smart electric toothbrushes connect to the free Quip app so you can earn amazing rewards like free products and discounts as you track and coach better oral health habits. Quip also delivers brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from just $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths brushing with Quip, starting at $25. This holiday season, check out Quip's exclusive deals. If you go to getquip.com slash weeklyweird right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash weeklyweird. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash weeklyweird. Quip. Better oral health made simple. This episode is also sponsored by ExpressVPN. I was using it all day today to watch some sports. Uh, it's December, so you've probably got a big list of Christmas movie essentials that you plan on watching uh, to get into the spirit of things. But what if you go on Netflix and discover your favorite Christmas movie isn't available? Or the wrong sports on the wrong channel? Uh -oh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, no. Uh, you can use ExpressVPN to watch any Netflix library in the world. Elf might not be on American Netflix, but it's on German Netflix. All you got to do is open up ExpressVPN, hit one button, change the location, refresh Netflix, and that's it. The same goes for Gremlins on French Netflix, Die Hard on South Korean Netflix, and many, many more. Lots of sports. Yeah. And a lot of VPNs don't work on Netflix anymore. ExpressVPN is like the only one really... Uh, yeah. The free ones, they get them. Yeah. The paid ones. ExpressVPN they work. They work works. real hard behind the, behind the scenes for you. Yeah. There's just... I imagine it's, a, it's like a room with a bunch of, bunch of wires that they just keep... Frantically moving around. Yeah. This yeah. guy in Los Angeles wants to watch a, an out-of-state football game. Yeah. So you see, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. Wink. You can choose from <laughs> almost 100 countries. So just imagine all the Netflix libraries that you can explore. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Disney+, Plus, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, you name it. There's hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason we use ExpressVPN to watch movies and shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering. You can always stream in HD. I can confirm. ExpressVPN works with all your devices, too, including phones, tablets, media consoles, and smart TVs. So you can use it to watch whatever you want on the go or on the big screen. And if you use our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and get your holiday movie fix at expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird. On to the headlines now, starting, starting with... Ugh. Wisconsin Department of Health warns against eating the cannibal sandwich, a traditional holiday dish in the state. Why, is it bad this year or all years? I think all years. Um, so the cannibal sandwich, which is Wisconsinites, they love it. 
It's a holiday treat. It's literally a fucking sandwich with just raw ground beef, Ooh, some chopped up onions, and then salt and no, pepper. That's beef tartare. <laughs> well, like tartare is like you. It's the same reason you wouldn't just go to the supermarket and eat a raw fish and call that sashimi. Like yeah. there's, you know, quality controls in place for yeah. ordering steak tartare, which is still, still even even yeah. a little bit risky. But uh, yeah, these people just buy in like supermarket like ground beef and just like scooping it onto it's bread. It's been a great year. Let's risk and, it. Uh, yeah. Last second. And uh, yeah, it's an old tradition there. And they, they get real pissed off when you tell them not to do it. Like, well, you just douse it with alcohol and it kills all the bad uh, germs on it. I mean, Wisconsinites, they love their beer. They love their raw beef. I do think it's, uh, you know, it's a bit offensive. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer was in Milwaukee. That's where he operated out of. Yeah. Yeah, we love our cannibals up here in Wisconsin. They call it, they they either call it the cannibal sandwich, or the other one is tiger meat, which is, I don't know. It's all very strange. I want to know whose idea this was. I want to, I'm sure at least some of you watching this are from Wisconsin and you have some further insight to this because I just found out about it this week and I'm like, this is fucked up. It either has something to do with Dahmer or it's the reason that Dahmer turned into a cannibal. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what's good? Raw ground beef. You well, know what's yeah. probably better? Once Human. You, once you get a taste for raw meat, yeah. I mean, you eventually make your way to the most dangerous game. Man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have so many questions. Like, And the biggest one is like, why specifically at Christmas do they do this? Well, it's because you've had a great year and you want to throw it all away. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Because you want you, you plan on having a New Year's resolution of losing weight, so let's get those tapeworms in there. Uh, yeah, start eating know, everything ahead up. Ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Well, someone will tell us in the comments. Yeah. yeah. Son wins lawsuit after mom throws away his best porno mags. Your mom threw away your best porno mags. Kick it! Busted. <laughs> I, I, you know the fucking headline writer of this headline. Finally, my like, time. Finally, I can quote that Beastie Boys song from 1985 or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this guy, he, he, he moved a in, collection. He moved in with his parents after his divorce. He had what sounds like a substantial porno collection. Mm-hmm. But then they kicked him out because of some argument. And he came back a while later and it turned out they had thrown all his pornos away. And uh, he was pissed. Yeah. And he sued them. And the judge was like, you know what? You're right. These are some, this is some Can't vintage, high-quality shit. Yeah. It's like how people set that uh, uh, garage on fire filled with pornography next to my car that burned it down. Yeah. For the insurance purposes. They don't want you to have your porno mags. Yeah. You, you, if you have a room of pornography somewhere, something bad's going to happen. I like to picture the judge. It's just like, it's like how much porn are we talking here? At what years, specifically? What, so what, what are we talking? Like, Hustler? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> More erotic than that? Some real, some real vintage stuff. You don't, you don't see that too often, you know. It's all on the internet now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I also miss the days of walking into a your local corner store and, you know, moving those plastic sheets around and they, grabbing the latest those magazine. Those were not cheap, both yeah. uh, financially and emotionally. You had to really, uh, you had to go up and and, and you had to ask for them. You had to, you had point to be out, a man. You had to be a man about it. And this man did this, God knows how many times, and all of that work. Erased. Well, uh, that's my judgment. Your mom has to pay you back, and she has to do community service. She has to go spread porno magazines out in the woods for all the youngsters to find. Yeah, they're saying it's like, they owe them like $25,000. Good. It's a lot of porn. It's a lot of porn. Valuable porn. Yeah. Vintage. Portland man arrested after allegedly revving chainsaw behind counter in Westbrook McDonald's chasing manager. That man, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he, yeah, he just went in there revving that chainsaw. 
No, no one I got... took the chain off. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no one got hurt, but uh, it's like the chainsaw is a crime you only see in slasher movies and then with like total fucking lunatics. Like there were those guys earlier this year in Toronto who like came out on the beach with chainsaws. They were high out of their fucking minds, yeah. covered in blood. But uh, Or in cartel videos. Yeah. 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 But it sounds like it's because it's a very threatening sounding device. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people just take the chains off like at the Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Boom. Just to scare it because it is it's an intimidating sound. Oh, it is. And everyone's programmed to be scared of it. Yeah. When really it's it's a it's a hard working. Yeah. It's for uh, landscaping. Yeah. It's for lumberjacks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a useful tool. Uh, Australia scraps homegrown COVID-19 vaccine after trial participants get, quote, false positive test results for HIV. Yeah, that's that's not fun. Like, well, right. I've got good news and bad news. All right, here for the Australia's, Australia's own COVID-19 vaccine. And, uh, okay, shit, looks like y'all got HIV. I mean, that's what it looks like. I'm not saying you got it, but the tests, the tests are showing... HIV positive across the board. Did we reuse some needles? Sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there was a shortage of PPE. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave them some weird, it, it, for some reason, gave them all HIV antibodies. So now when they take an HIV test, like apparently for like the next, God knows how long it shows up as HIV positive because that's what the HIV tests uh, check for. But they don't actually have HIV. Okay. But just because this is such a, a sensitive thing, they're they're stopping. Do they the still trials. get on to talk to you? Like, well, it's not the death sentence that it used to be, and uh, uh, like, there's something called the cocktail. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Magic Johnson? He's this American basketball player, and uh, well, you know, he's fine. They thought it was a death sentence for him, but he's out there. He's got his own line of movie theaters. He owns a bunch of sports teams. He owns the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, they're the champions, by the way. So get off your ass. Yeah, that's what that's the Dodgers. <laughs> Stop being such a fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Stick in the mud. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't have it, uh, and it's false positive. Yeah. So you can have some of ours, Australia. Yeah. The wealthy scramble for COVID nineteen vaccines. If I donate twenty five thousand dollars, would that help me? Yeah, I, I read into this, and apparently, like, I, I mean, it, it should have been pretty obvious, but like, I never knew like the ins and outs of it. But yeah, all the celebrities they have, they have their like, own doctors. They have doctor uh, uh, medical liaisons. Yeah, concierge services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, if they ha- they need anything, so they, apparently, all of the hospitals and doctors in LA <laughs> are constantly getting called by these like celebrity liaisons. Yeah, and or, it, or rich people liaisons. It might actually work because all these rich celebrity doctors. Uh, Soon as they found out about these vaccines, they all went out and bought up uh, the chemical freezers that you need to store yeah. the vaccines. Like, and there's none of those left. They're all sold out. Um, so there are some of the few places that actually can uh, reliably store the vaccines. So there's a good chance they could get doses before a lot of actual like doctors' offices. There's a join button right below <laughs> this video. If you click that button, it gives us three dollars. If we can get uh uh what ten th- twenty thousand of you, yeah, we could probably get some vaccines. Yeah, <laughs> right to the front of the line. Yeah, Whew. but uh, yeah, the whole thing it's it's fucked up. It, yeah, because I was all excited about the vaccine. It's like no, this is America. Of course, it's not going to be done in an orderly, like fair way. No, no, no. But the, even with that, like even with people, a couple of people skipping the lines, like everyone at. Gunthrum Northrop or whatever fucking weapons Gun- manufacturer. Gunthrum Northrop? <laughs> is that what it is? I like that. <laughs> whatever weapons manufacturer is up there in uh, uh, central California, yeah. they're all getting it. But uh, 
No, it's the more I read it, the more I get depressed that I will never get this vaccine. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to age into it. Yeah. It's going to be a year at least. I don't think it's happening for me. Uh, one of our mutual friends, like, bet me today. He's like, I'll get it before March. And I'm like, yeah. I will oh. take that bet. <laughs> yeah, no know. fucking way you're know, getting buddy. vaccinated by March. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. All right. Let's call him after this. We'll take the bet. Yeah. I will happily take that bet. But that also hurts my feelings because I'm like, I, w- I was hoping to have it by spring. Yeah. But you will. None of it us It sucks. It, the join button's right down there. You can get us the, the vaccine. Are you a bad enough fucking... Audience to get us the vaccine? Yeah, I hope so. Brazil's Bolsonaro warns virus vaccine can turn people into crocodiles. More for him. Yeah, he, this is part of, he's like, he's like, look, yeah, there's a vaccine, but like, we don't know what's in it. Might turn you into a crocodile. If you're a man, might turn you into a girl. If you're a woman, might make you grow a beard. I don't know. Up to you. But it's like, he's saying this shit, but meanwhile, uh, the Brazilian like Supreme Court has made it mandatory to get vaccinated like yeah. as soon as you're offered it <laughs> so, we're all gonna be crocodiles <laughs> so uh yeah fun stuff going on down there yeah um it's nice you know where trump might be on his way out but we still got still got this guy down in brazil yeah um still got boris i was uh, saying the other day uh because i was talking about like my parents and shit like that is just like not taking it seriously and i was like if at the beginning of this the doctors would have just come out and said for the conservatives, one of the side effects of coronavirus is y- it turns you gay. Mm-hmm. This would have been solved in March. Yeah. All the conservatives would have been like, well, off to the bunker. See yeah. you guys whenever this is done. No way I'm going to expose myself to it. You out at the bar? What are you, gay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have shamed them into like... You're like, having Christmas with your family? What are you, fucking gay? <laughs> yeah. It would have been It would have been over immediately. You got to... Yeah. You just have to like embarrass them. That would have been in, good. In something that is... Uh, Literally seated in hatred, but that's what they—that's—that's that's what they respond but to. Used, directed in a positive way. Yeah, it's and you know it's homophobia. It's a terrible thing, but yeah, if it it's, saves lives. It's turning the mirror of bullying onto them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna save countless lives. Three trips to the supermarket. What are you? What are you gay? <laughs> wow! Wow! You must really like dudes. Yeah, my dad would have been, it would have been over with by now. I haven't been to the bar in months. What do <laughs> no. I look like to you? <laughs> no, I'm not going out and riding the motorcycle. Oh, I, <laughs> I sit in my bedroom and I do nothing all day. Yeah. I haven't talked to anyone. I'm, I'm that straight. <laughs> I love ladies. <laughs> uh, 50 years of tax cuts for the rich failed to trickle down, economic study says. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> <laughs> it took us 50 years. It really, out. it really didn't though. Like this is, uh, this is uh, Reagan did it in like '82, I think, and like literally within a year, there's like economists being like, "Yeah, so this is, uh, this is not going to turn out the way anyone thought." No, no, no. Would. We just have to get rich enough. We're not rich enough yet. And that, then, then it'll trickle down. That was the excuse. Yeah, it's yeah. like you, when you're filling up a bucket. Yeah, I mean the bucket's like three quarters of the way full, but you got to wait till the bucket's full, and then it starts spilling over the edge. Yeah. So this this study, I mean. It's still, it's just the most, it's like, it shouldn't even need a study. It's just like fucking open a window and look outside. But yeah, they looked at uh, the U.S. and Britain and a bunch, you know, every other uh, country that has had tax cuts for the rich for trickle down economics. And it's just like, no, it didn't fucking work anywhere. Like it just, poor people, like the conditions for uh, people who aren't rich either stayed the same or got worse. And rich people uh, got considerably more wealthy. But that's all that fucking happened. Yeah. We gotta convince rich people that being rich is like some terrible derogatory thing. It'll turn you gay. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, uh, conspiracy theorists on social media wonder if Chinese troops have invaded Maine. This is a wild one, even for them. Yeah. Because uh, there was a tiny earthquake in Maine. Mm-hmm. You know, tiny one. And uh, apparently that, that, through a game of telephone, or I don't know, turned into uh, the U.S. Army dropping like a Moab on fucking Maine and killing 50,000 Chinese troops that were sneaking in through Quebec into the United States in some invasion. Pretty wild that, uh, you know, they managed to keep all that secret. Oh, and you know Susan Collins is just up there saying, well, they learned their lesson. They won't do it again. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> How is Susan Collins going to protect you from the Chinese army? I don't think so. She can't do it. But You see the, the <laughs> Diane Feinstein being like, no, I'm not too old. No. I refuse uh, to retire. I hate her so much. Yeah. She's too fucking old. She's going to be like 90-something when her term is up. She's going to be a puddle of skin. Like, she already kind of is. I still have all of my cognitive abilities. <laughs> she was literally there when Harvey Milk got shot. Like, she's been in politics way too long. She's extremely fucking old. Yeah. Ugh. Hate her. If I wasn't doing this, what would I do? Be a greeter at Walmart. How about that? <laughs> She'd be the worst greeter. She'd be like, look, don't tell me what to do. I've been doing this for a long, like the way she talked to those, uh, the Sunrise Movement kids, just like total fucking bitch. I think I know better than you. (laughs) Not a people person. No. Oh, man. You see Garcon, the new fucking DA today, like yelling at murder victim families? I didn't know they were the victim's families. Everyone is terrible. I thought he was going to turn out okay. No, everyone sucks. He apologized. Okay. I didn't know you were the victim's families. Oops. Space Force Airmen demoted for skipping training to buy PlayStation 5. Look, when it's when it's on the shelf, it's on the shelf, you have one chance. Yeah. Look, I'm not getting launched into space for probably 10 years, years yeah. if at all. PlayStation 5's out right now. That's the only way you can play Cyberpunk uh, on a console yeah. without it crashing. And his commanding officer texted him. It's like, hey, uh, where are you? The guy's like, <laughs> he literally replied, YOLO. <laughs> like, PlayStation 5, greater than sign, my training. <laughs> Amazing. And, uh, yeah, they didn't like that. No? They don't like when you do that in the military, so he got demoted. Sad. Also, apparently, this, this, this headline calls them airmen, but... They're called guardians. Yeah, Mark, Mike Pence has clarified that they will be called guardians. James, James Gunn is trying to figure out how to sue him for that. Illegal winery busted at Alabama Town's sewage plant. <laughs> Make a prison wine. Are you bad enough, dude? <laughs> hey, you guys like Jenkum? Stinky wine. Remember Jenkum from Florida? Well, it's here in Alabama now, and it's a luxury wine. You see, we wrote it in cursive right on yeah. the label. Jenkum. <laughs> Jenkum. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a 2016 vintage. Jenkum. Yeah. It's French. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I don't, this could be, I don't know, they didn't provide enough details, but yeah. conceivably, you could, you could buy grapes from a vineyard and make wine anywhere if you have the proper storage equipment. Sure. Um, and so I don't know where they got the grapes, if it even is grapes that they're using. You know, what, I don't know what the quality of but the wine here is. But the problem is, look, but it's we, a there, sewage plant. There, there's a thing. sewage plant close near here. And if the wind's right, yeah, it smells like death. So if you're, if you're actually doing it at the plant, the whole thing of wine is that it gets the like... <laughs> yeah, no, but the, like, the taste and the aroma and everything comes from like where the, the, yeah. the grapes are harvested the sm- and how it was processed. The smallest differences can... Uh, <laughs> It's going to taste know. like ass. You do. I've done tastings where um, I've tried like the same varietal, but like four years in a row from the same field. And yeah. like, like, oh, this one's like 
a little smokier because there were more fires that year. Like, yeah, or like, oh, the winter was a little bit long. It stayed colder longer. Yeah, like, so it's like yeah. sweet. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, this this wine probably tastes like shit. <laughs> it's probably it tastes bad. like piss and shit. Yeah, Jenkum is the French word for chateau, or, yeah. or it's this the American word for chateau. Jenkum. Yeah. Kentucky mail carrier encounters axe-wielding dog on his route. <laughs> There's no way. Think again, old man. He took a picture of it. It's it just a dog, like, it was carrying an axe in its mouth oh, like a it's, stick. Why? I Watching it was over like... a hill. <laughs> no, like the hatchet man from the... <laughs> the jungle hunt? Yeah. No, it was just a dog literally carrying a giant axe in its mouth and being like, keep walking, motherfucker. It's a threat. Dogs do hate mailmen. I don't yeah. understand it. That's because they come, they come by every day. They don't know them very well. Yeah, they, they're just like, who are you? You invade our, our privacy every day. See you out there. What You're the banging fuck my you master's want? wife. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Oh. Upstate New York driver gets stuck in car for 10 hours after snowplow covers him with nearly four <laughs> feet of snow. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh. He almost died. Like, he was, he had hypothermia. This old man. But yeah, he, it was like kind of a blizzard situation. He, low vis, so he pulled over to like wait it out a little bit, and then a fucking plow came by and just buried him. That man's name, Mr. Magoo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he kept calling nine one one, being like, "I'm buried. I need help." And they're like, "We can't find you, sir. It's all snow." <laughs> hey, guess what? No coronavirus in there. You're yeah. safe. Yeah. Turn the heat on. Yeah. Well, that's that's some some real bad. Actually, luck. don't turn it on because you're gonna get carbon monoxide poisoning. I think there was a some highway in Japan had a a blizzard situation a couple days ago and it was like a thousand cars just got stuck on the highway that's what happened in, in atlanta a couple years ago it looked like the walking dead in uh, like yeah. on one of atlanta's highways because terrifying they're like people just couldn't go anywhere and the blizzard had like snowed in a bunch of shit so there's just people abandoning their cars it was wild jesus iran sentences zombie angelina jolie to 10 years in jail for photos yeah we talked about this lady couple years back. And then all uh, like the clickbait uh, images on all the weird websites. Yeah, so like initially it was like, oh, this woman got a bunch of plastic surgery to look like Angelina, but she turned out looking like a freak. But actually it was all Photoshop. She just has some, what seems like some real bad body dysmorphia. Yes. Because she was posting these pictures like as if she looked really hot in them, but she looked horrifying. Mm -hmm. But it was all just like liquify tool and Photoshop and like some makeup and contact lenses. It was pretty harmless, whatever. We all had a, all had a, a look and a laugh, yeah. Like three years ago, but uh, yeah, she's going to prison for ten years for those photos for like corrupting the youth or some shit. Jesus Christ, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's not good. Um, yeah, they're trying to. The, the, her legal team's trying to get the real Angelina Jolie to speak up and be like, you know what they need to do? Let it go. Is have the real Angelina Jolie go there with a film crew, and they say they're making a movie, but what they really do is they break. The fake Angelina Jolie out of prison because they need her for the role as like a stunt double or something. Mm -hmm. And then they fly them all back to America and they call it Argo 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that would never work. Why not? Seems like too much of a movie. Seems like something Ben Affleck would be in. Yeah, he was in the original Argo. I know, I know. Or he directed it. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's Weekly Weird News for this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is the last Weekly Weird News of the year. We're going to have a couple more things for you, but... Yeah. Uh, but soon we'll be packing things up and going to sleep for a while. Boarding up the windows. For yeah, no just, real reason. Just stay out. Just to do it. Yeah. Because apparently in LA it's, uh, it's uh, uh, over 100,000 cases this week. So yeah, boarding up the windows seems like a pretty good idea right now. Yeah. Time to go into hiding. But we'll be back, you know, like the first week of January. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Just taking a little break. Calm down. 
All right, we'll see you soon. A uh, new episode of Weekly, or a new episode of News Dump is right over here with uh, just a slew of entertainment news from all over the place. And uh, another episode from this week. Check both of those out. Hit that join button. We'll see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.